Welcome to episode 232 of KT Confidential, the real estate podcast. Today, we talk about radon. Is radon killing your family? We'll find out. Hang on. Hello, everybody. Let me get settled. There we go. We good? Should that be closer? No, it's fine. All right. So the first time. Thank you, Robbie. Okay, let's just, first of all, tell the audience what we're talking about. Today, we're talking about radon. And then we'll begin. (laughs) Yeah. So the first time I ever heard. You don't like my my title? Is radon killing your kids? Is radon killing your kids? Or just killing you? Actually, yeah. kids are more likely because radon is more prominently found in basements. So if you're sending your kids to play in the basement, which is probably common. A lot of people all. They may of, have a higher A lot of smokers of also smoke in the basement. Who the fuck smokes in their basement? Oh, a lot of smokers. Oh, my goodness. I was just talking to an ex-colleague of ours that that's where they smoke. Currently. Currently. I find not many people smoke these days. Not many people smoke in their homes these days. Our smoke is much, period. Yes, because they're all dead. And it's expensive. <laughs> they're all dead. So well, on you that, think 20 years ago, there was a shit ton of people smoking in their homes. Yeah. So you ever been on a flight where they smoke on, where they were never. smoking on the flight? No. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe when I was a kid, but I don't remember it. Yeah. That would be very unpleasant. Yeah. So uh, we're talking about radon. Radon is a naturally occurring. Um, gas that is toxic and it is next to lung cancer is the number one or sorry next to smoking is the number one cause of lung cancer or we'll call them call it number two cause of lung cancer yes at least in north america to my knowledge the exact description of what radon is is a radioactive gas that forms naturally when uranium thorium what the fuck is thorium or radium, which are radioactive metals, I guess that's what it is, breaks down in rocks, soil, and groundwater. People can be exposed to radon primarily from breathing it in the air that comes through the cracks and gaps in buildings and homes. Right. So the first time I ever heard of it, I was chatting with um, a general contractor who'd been in the business for a number of years. And he brought it up and he was saying that there was a lot of home builders or contractors, subtrades, especially people that were doing foundations and stuff like that, uh, and excavation, who were just dropping dead. He's like, all these old Italian guys are dropping dead and nobody knows why. And then they... Do a matcha pasta. Apparently attributed it to radon as being one of the factors. So at that point, when I heard about it, it scared me. So I went and got all this stuff from my house. Now I monitor my air quality. So I do want to talk about that a little bit because I remember when you you went on this two-week splurge of purchasing, installing, talking about it every day here at the office. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what led you down the path of the product that you bought? What product did you buy? Um, so first of all, I thought it was important to have something monitoring it, but my, my wife, Alicia and Tessa, primarily those two, they have asthma. McKenna is not, I don't think has been diagnosed with it, but the two of them are. So anything air related, I've, I've took a keen interest in. So I just started researching it and I found, I always get sucked into the tech ones, like the, you know, this one has, it's all Wi-Fi. You got a mobile app, you can track it. 
And, um, and that's their thing is they do, they have the home version and then they have the industrial stuff. So they are, that's all they do is air quality testing and a lot, it's predominantly radon stuff. And, um, anyway, so I've got five sensors throughout the house. Three of them are more just air quality, like humidity and air pressure and stuff like that. And then I have two of them that do detect radon. So one in the family room upstairs and then one in the basement. So from your thorough analysis and research, yeah, why do you have one on the second floor and one in the basement? Um, well, originally I only, I only had one that detected radon because they were more expensive. I think they were 300 bucks each. So I only had purchased one of those. And the other three smaller ones I had still. And I had it in the basement. Um, but then I thought, well, nobody really spends a lot of time in the basement, so I'm going to move it upstairs. So that's what I did. But then later I'm like, well, it's more likely to be in the basement, so I want to see how it compares from the basement to the second level. So all these articles that we've read recently um, talk about extended periods of time or extended extended exposure to radon. So you talk about like being in the basement. If you go to the basement an hour a day, it's probably fine. It's probably fine. But if, if you're you sleeping in, in the basement, probably not so fine. Or if you have, so. if you live in a basement apartment. Yes. Right. Um, that can be an issue. So let's talk about then our office where we're sitting right now. It's very likely. I mean, it's always present. It's just a matter of to what degree. So, it so should, we, we could be killing ourselves at the moment. Yeah. I mean, the good news is we're not in the lower level. So it's probably less, <laughs> less present here so than it is downstairs. Downstairs immediately below us. The midwives are, and all the babies. The midwives and all the babies. So are your kids safe? Well, that's just short-term exposure. The midwives, not so much, but for the right. kids. Um, so interestingly, uh, in Guelph, as an example, a lot of the newer homes do have a radon mitigation system installed. I did not know that. Yes. I represented, um, by the builder, by the builder. I represented a purchaser that ended up buying one of these homes. Did you see it? Yes. Was it in the sump pump? Or was it just there, into the concrete? There was no sump pump. So oh. it went right down into the found beyond the foundation. Yeah. And then there was a I don't know, mechanical system that sucks the It's just a fan. Basically just it, a fan that sucks air. And, yeah. and it just it looked pretty <clears throat> like it looked pretty industrial, like pretty intense. Um yeah, and it literally shoots it right off uh right out of the um Somewhere on the roof. Mm -hmm. Yes. I've never seen one actually in person. I've researched Well, what's them. neat about that is it's totally unob unobtrusive, right? Like it's not something you're installing after. So if you have to install it after, it's a much more daunting task and, and probably could be easily identifiable to the eye from the outside of the building. So when the home builder oh because does the it, the venting goes 
through the interior of the house in this case. In this case, it does. It's just like your H part of your HVAC, but it vents right out the, the roof. Right. So you didn't even know. You didn't even see it. Right. Yeah. Well, so there's two articles that came across, um, I was going to say my desk, metaphorical desk. Uh, you sent one and I had one come through my uh, notifications on my phone. Yeah. So that, and there's interest and they're both from Calgary. So I wonder if Calgary is more, uh, if it's more common to find there. And there was, the one I was reading was a woman who, I don't know what prompted her to um, test for it, but she was testing for it and realized that she'd been living in this house for a decade and had numbers that were uh, exceeding the Canadian limit, which yeah. is 200, I don't remember the word, I have it here somewhere. Whatever measurement it is, 200 is Canadian. The uh, World Health Organization is 100. It's half of what the Canadian recommendation is for exposure. And she was over the Canadian one. So she was trying to get um, a scan of her lungs done as somebody would if, you know, maybe they were smokers for, I think once you're a smoker for 20 years or something, you're allowed to go get through OHIP, you can go get a scan done to see how your lungs are doing. So she was complaining because they wouldn't, Give it to her, even though she'd have been exposed to this. Well, interestingly, this survey from the University of Calgary says that one third of the people that do have exposure to radon at unacceptable levels cannot afford the proper mitigation. So I question that because you can... That's just the study that No, I know. So I was wondering, I, I, I glanced at that article that you sent, but there was no mention of price. So, right. and I've researched it before because I'm probably going to get in, install one because I think, you know, the lower you can get those numbers, the better. Um, and you can buy the fan... With the fan and some of the uh, ductwork for it, for like two to five hundred bucks. So just vent it on the other side of your house, please. Well, you have to go out, <laughs> and then you'd probably go up to like halfway to the second story or something, right? right? Um, but it would be because I I've read that you can do it into the sump pump if you have a sump pump, so you could do it in the pit there. Yes, rather than uh, chewing up the floor. Um, but anyways, the price is fairly reasonable. It's not, you know, I don't know how much the labor would be on that. You probably have 500 to $1,000 in parts and about the same. Yeah. So maybe a couple grand. What's well, reasonable to you might not be reasonable to a family with Well, how much is a furnace? $5,000. Is that reasonable? Are we going to write an article that's, now about how people can't afford a furnace? That's why Reliance is doing so well with renting furnaces. Well, there you go. Reliance should start renting uh Radon. Radon mitigation systems. It's mm, a good idea. Yeah. Well, tag Reliance in this Spend $10,000 over five years on this <laughs> $2,000 install. You think you were getting screwed on your hot water tank? Wait till you get a radon mitigation system installed. And so radon, though, the big thing, and I think you mentioned it, is long-term testing is important because it does fluctuate. In fact, when I go away, so every time we go up to our cottage or go away period for a week, at a time. Um, and I log in and look at the numbers because there's nobody at home. No the ventilation flow. is lacking. The windows aren't open. The doors aren't opening. Right. Uh, it does get up to warning levels. 
You okay? Yeah, the new this sweater. This new sweater's bugging you. It well, it's because my ears are so big too. Why don't right? you zip so it up all the way? Here. I know you like that. Oh, there. <laughs> See, this one actually zips. Yeah. Can you zip it? Can you zip your? I was worried about my yeah. beard. I can, I can zip it. You look like a pinhead. Well, so do you. When you, anybody looks like a well, pinhead this, when they zip up their collar. This people. Okay, this, if you're listening to the podcast, I apologize. You got to check it out on YouTube to see what's yeah, going on right you now. You got to watch. And you can do that by going to ktconfidential.ca. It'll take you right to the YouTube playlist where you can watch 231 prior episodes. Com. Uh, I think we have both. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, my levels do get high when there's no ventilation in the house. Right. But high to a point where it's unsafe? Long-term exposure, yeah. I can, I'll, pull, I'll pull it up for a second and I'll see if I can... See what it. What is the what is the brand? So it's called Air Things. Air Things, and they have a number of different. So products. here's what we'll do: we'll put we'll put the product that you bought because you swear by this thing. Yeah, we'll put the product that you bought in our Amazon store, so you can go and check it out. And we'll leave the link in the description. We'll put a link in the description here. Yeah, and uh, if you want to buy it, um, we'll make it easy for you. All right, let's see. So here's, so my basement right now is at 63. Okay, so you're below world health standards. Uh, world health or limit is above. 100. Yeah. Is 100, so I'm doing okay. Um, let's go, if we go back a year. Now, interestingly, so as most of you know that are watching and listening, Adrian and I are next door neighbors. And what I found interesting is that you could be testing for fantastic numbers for radon and my home could be brutal yeah so it's not just a area thing or whatever no it could there's no you just may have a higher concentration of these metals that are radioactive metals that are deteriorating under your house but not mine yeah um just like a dead body could be under yours and not mine that could be contributing to the radioactiveness Actually, mine is pretty good. I I don't know why it's not showing me. Oh, you know what? I must have moved them around in the house. So I don't have last year's numbers. But the highest number I have right now is 80. Right. So it's pretty good. So um, the point of this conversation is get yourself aware. Um, I think that's the first thing because a lot of people are not familiar. Yeah. Understand that this could be a thing in your home or your place of business. Yeah. Actually, you know, I have a family member, ex-family member, who recently was found to have stage four lung cancer, who's fortunately doing well. Uh, but never, she's never smoked. She was not a smoker. Uh, maybe a little bit of pot every now and then. That was it. A little bit. Uh-huh. A little bit. I don't know to what degree. Uh, but not regular. And certainly not cigarettes. And um, she lived in a basement for a long period of time. I wonder if that was a contributing factor. Hmm. Well, you think back, like who knows uh, where you lived as a kid or as a teenager. Fuck, I used to spend tons of time in my basement. Yeah. Nobody even knew what radon was then. Most people listening to this have never heard of it. Well, it's the same thing that happens with... uh, all kinds of building materials that later people found out. Uh, oh, yeah. Asbestos. Like asbestos yeah. as an example. 
So, I mean, if you were installing asbestos in the 60s or 70s or whatever, uh, you probably have lung cancer or will have lung cancer. Yeah. Um, Well, I found it at our cottage. Underneath the current tiles are asbestos tiles. Oh, boy. So if there's ever a reno, you just got to make sure you wear the proper equipment. Yeah. Yeah, as long as it's not disturbed, it's fine. Yeah. Um, So get yourself aware, get yourself educated, basically. Um, One little tip right now that I have is a lot of libraries, especially around southern Ontario, um, are offering test kits for up to three renewals so you can sign it out like you want monthly or something i'm not sure i'm not sure but um yeah so you can sign it out they obviously are limited to how many they have um sign it out test your home i think there's even government websites which we can link to in the description where you can go in and get test testing things but they're they're not long term so it is it is you know if it's if you feel it's something that uh, you're concerned about get something that you own and you can keep in the house long term to monitor it properly. Um, well, and this unit that you have is yeah. portable, right? So yeah, if you yeah. move, you take it with it you. It looks like a smoke detector, basically. Right. So, and you can adjust the placement of it, you know, whatever. So one year you have it one area, next year you do it somewhere else and see how it differs. Yeah. So if you guys have Good any thoughts, of. any questions about this topic, leave us a comment. Um, but that's it for today. Educate yourself and, uh, make sure that you and your family are not going to (laughs) die. Bye for now. See ya. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching episode 232. Come back next week. We're going to talk about multiple offers.